This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. We're going to quote a psalmist today who said, put, your, put not your trust in princes, nor in the son of man, in whom there is no help. If you've paid attention in the news recently, Andrew Cuomo, all this business in New York, he's about to resign as governor. And there are people out there, which I think is interesting, that have unquestioned faith about politicians, be it like Cuomo or Trump or Gavin Newsom. Don't we have enough data to know that most politicians are pretty much like the rest of us, that they sometimes cheat on their wives, and make bad business decisions, or looking to get ahead of life? Cuomo was like literally just a year ago, the savior of the world. I remember them saying, we should get Biden off the ticket, put Cuomo on, and he should run against Trump. Then a year later, he had to leave office in New York. I mean, do you find it fascinating that people have this unquestionable faith in politicians? Like, they can do no wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's. I guess people have this uh, faith in whatever their authority figure is, because it's nice to not have to take responsibility for the decisions you make. I mean, you see this across the board with politicians, and I think that is a heightened sense of we have faith in them, but you kind of have it in doctors as well. I mean, doctors are fallible. There's a, a show that came out about Dr. Death, who this guy just kind of lied his way into being a surgeon. He jacked people up pretty bad. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of a good reminder. It's cynical, but you also have to like trust but verify. Don't put your complete faith in anyone because people are human and, and they're going to let you down. There's also this level of schadenfreude where people like to see others fall. And so we get more coverage of Cuomo leaving office or Gavin Newsom being recalled or the Santa Monica councilwoman who voted no against outdoor dining and went out to dinner that night. Nancy Pelosi closing down the beauty shops and then getting her hair done. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's interesting with Cuomo specifically, right? Because just a year ago, he was lauded for how he handled COVID in the state of New York. And him and his brother were all the talk and he's the greatest guy. And then yet less than a year later, like this is a pretty, pretty big swing from being you should be president to you should never have an office again. Yeah. Also, I mean, you sent me this article that basically talked about Uh, the Democratic Party wanting to be able to hang their hat on a very charismatic um, anti-Trump type person. And that's kind of he fulfilled all those boxes. And what he's fallen for, it feels like a lot of stuff happened in the past. I don't know if we would have reset the clock and said, starting now, everything you do moving forward, you're going to be watched for. Maybe he would have fallen either way. Maybe, Maybe like he is who he is. But That's kind of an interesting thing to think about once you get thrust in the spotlight. He's been in some version of power his entire life. His father was a governor of of New York, I believe, or at least he was in politics. So unchecked power. What is it? Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Like that. uh, Was he maybe he was predestined to be a jerk. So, yeah, that's part of this article that talks about like he was a really abrasive guy. Like he was like you come into his office, he was going to twist your arm to get whatever he wanted done. 
he would shout you down, he would use bad words. And so I always think like with those types of like, whether it's a coach or a boss, like if you're really abrasive, the minute the ship goes down, everybody's like ready to throw the knife in you because you're just not a knife. You see it with athletes all the time, right? Takes them a long time to get voted into the Hall of Fame, Barry Bonds, for instance, because you're a mean son of a bitch. Nobody likes you. But if you're yeah. good at what you do, we're fine to ride with you. My first job, I worked for a relatively large construction company, and my the, the head of my division was known throughout the Bay Area for being a complete jerk. But he was very profitable because he would beat subs up, not literally, but like knock people down. And he stepped his way to the top. And finally, it got to the point where he got fired unceremoniously. And it took him a really long time to find a job as far as I was concerned. And so it's like, if you're performing, people will turn a blind eye to it. But once uh, that stops, like you're the first one out. I mean, do we care how the sausage gets made? Because I, I read a, a, a biography of Lyndon Johnson, right? And he was just like Cuomo. He would shout you down. He'd call you from the bathroom. He would demean you. He would do whatever it takes to get something done. By the way, he passed the Civil Rights Act. Major, major, major legislation in our country. system. Do we care how people do things? Or is it like the bottom line that matters? I think it dep- depends on what side of it all you're on. Like, If Andrew Cuomo worked for me and he was getting results and everything was going well, I mean, I care, but like you're going to be a little bit less um, critical of like what someone's doing on their day to day. But if you're working for that person or they have a dominion over you, then you're going to care a little bit more. So at the end of the day, yes, you do care how the sausage is made, but if it's it's helping you in a positive way, you're probably going to look less into what's happening. I just, once again, I don't know who's right or wrong. I don't want to, I see these interviews. I saw this interview. She looked like a professional lady. She says she was in Cuomo's office. And like, at one point, he literally just like put his hand under her shirt and is like cupping her bra. Now, I don't know if that's an accusation or not, but it seems as if sometimes these politicians just get, by the way, Bill Clinton are, was famously with an intern doing things that he shouldn't have been done. Like, I feel like sometimes people just get detached from reality of what is acceptable. Yeah, because you you're in this the position of power and and you feel like whatever you do, you have a, a team around you to tell you everything you're doing is great. And so you get these impulses to do things and uh, you have this power that goes unchecked. Also, you can just took, look across the uh, faith community in general that uh, priests, ministers, I mean, so many stories of, oh, he cheated on his wife with. Uh, a youth group member, and now they live in Minneapolis. It's like those types of things. Uh, it, it's it's important to have a system around you of people to be like, "Hey, you suck. You're a jerk." <laughs> like, keep uh, don't alienate yourself and surround yourself by uh, yes men. For the record, I do have lots of people that tell me I suck. Here's what I would say: LeBron James is is my one of my favorite athletes because of this. He's been famous since he was 16 when he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He's won four NBA championships. He's won all these MVPs. Been famous since he was 16. He's never been in trouble. He's never been in the news for whatever it is. He's married to his high school sweetheart. You know, listen, we all have temptations. We all get, that's what I most, uh, what I most like about LeBron James. You're famous since you're 16, everything that's come at him. And he's, he stayed relatively clean. Throughout. And maybe you'd say, like, well, we just don't know about it. 
I don't no. know. If you're in the public guy for 16 years, it's pretty legit. I think he's gone through relatively unscathed, but relatively is the is the operative word. I mean, he he weighed in on on China and people had yeah. problems with that. I mean, well, I guess I'm curious, is there anyone in your life? Maybe it's your wife, maybe it's maybe it's your kids. Is there anyone that you feel like you can put all of your trust in? Man, I mean, we're human beings, right? Yeah. Like I I, I think that would be foolish. I just think sometimes we think that politicians aren't normal people. Sometimes, like, if you would just think of a politician as a human being and not a god, then you'd be like, oh, well, there's a possibility he's a scumbag, just like I am, right? Right. Well, I mean, I recently had a conversation with my parents about, well, the governor said we don't have to wear masks, so we're good to go. And I'm like, well, maybe you are, maybe you're not. Like, just I, to answer the question I just asked you on myself, I, I wouldn't even put full trust in myself. Like, always... Yeah. Be question everything. What is that? The X Files? Question everything. That's something. <laughs> we just went to the X Files. I love it. Oh my goodness. Well, if you're interested in putting your name on uh, the list of 40 who are trying to take Governor Newsom's position, please reach out. <laughs> Find us at Reposted Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew for the disgraced mayor. Thanks for stopping by.